Hey there, it's Jen, and you're listening to Two Fab Weight Loss and Fitness Support. So today I'm going to talk to you about weight loss surgery and what I think that is often not talked enough about with weight loss surgery. Weight loss surgery is so common these days. Everywhere you go, you are bound to find somebody who has had weight loss surgery, who is considering weight loss surgery, has an opinion about weight loss surgery, knows somebody who had it and it didn't work, whatever. Okay, it's very common these days. I had weight loss surgery in 2018 and up until March of 2018 I had never ever considered weight loss surgery and the reason why I did not ever consider weight loss surgery and in a lot of ways some days I sit here and I can't believe that I'm you know a year and a half post-op because I was pretty strong in my stance on weight loss surgery and that stance was Hey, if I can figure out why I eat the way I do, then I don't need surgery, right? And if I can't figure out why I eat the way I do, which was the truth at that point, I had no idea why I ate the way I did. And if I can't figure that out, weight loss surgery won't work for me. So if I go have surgery I'm and I lose any weight, I'm going to gain it back just like I do in any other weight loss plan I've done. I knew that. I knew that without anybody telling me. So what changed? Well, if you've listened or followed or know any of my history, you, you know this already. But to sum it up for you, I've been obese forever, okay, since childhood, since eight years old. Okay, I have yo-yoed and tried every single thing I could possibly think of to try and have this miraculous weight loss. Okay, never happened. I lost and gained weight my whole adult life. In 2014, I lost 100 pounds. 2014 to 15, I lost 100 pounds. And I gained that all back. And when I gained that all back, I fell into this hole this emotional hole that I had never been in before, which led me to therapy. I said, you know what? What is the one thing I have never done? That one thing was spend time with somebody who is trained and is a professional and helping you figure out why you do something. I started therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, for why I ate the way I did. It turned out I ate the way I did because of untreated anxiety that I've had since childhood. And we spent eight months working on anxiety and emotion control, not my weight. I went there to work on my weight, to work on my eating. And I actually gained weight in the first few months of therapy because as we worked on my emotions, and my reactions, and we peeled back layers, and things became more and more obvious, I was just stuffing my face, because everything was so in my face, but you have to sort of go through this process to get 
to the ground of it so that you can start rebuilding. So after eight months of therapy for anxiety, AKA the emotion that I was eating, the, you know, the majority of the time, I was finally in control of this anxiety. Okay, I was in control of my emotions for the first time ever in my life. And I had not known that I was not in control. Okay, I just knew that I ate a lot and didn't know why. So at eight months of therapy, after eight months of therapy, my therapist said, you know what, I think we can start working on your weight now if you want, because I feel like you are in control of your anxiety and you're in a good place and we can focus on on weight. And at that time, I decided, yeah, I'm going to do that. And I went to the doctor for non-surgical help to get me jump-started on a weight loss, okay? They put me on a very low-calorie diet to help jump-start my weight loss. I could have done that myself, but it's healthier when it's physician-supervised. And... They were confident, everyone, my therapist was involved, the, the doctor who was involved, everyone was confident in my knowledge of how to lose weight, my ability to lose weight in a healthy way, my nutrition knowledge, my exercise knowledge. Everybody was completely confident in what I was doing, and they were helping me jumpstart the process so I could get my mojo back, so I could start losing the weight the healthy way that I did before. Okay, so this process has started. And I'm, like, starting to think about surgery. And me and my therapist talked about that because she was well aware of my stance on surgery. And I said, I just think I want to hear about it because now I can see what surgery is intended for. Surgery is intended to aid you during your journey. It doesn't, it doesn't make you lose weight. It doesn't make you eat healthy. It doesn't make you exercise it's a tool. And you hear that all the time. It's just a tool. It's just a tool. You hear it so much, you roll your eyes. It's just a tool. Okay? But so many people don't understand that. And I can confidently say so many people do not understand that. Because if you spend any time in a bariatric support group on Facebook, like I do, and I, I spend a whole heck of a lot of time in there, I, and I spend a lot more time in the beginning, of the process, people are unaware. They they suffer greatly post-op because they are unaware, because they do not understand. They do not understand their emotional connection to food. They do not understand what it's a tool really means. It's hard. It's hard. We all have different reasons for being obese. I get that, and I believe that, and I understand that. But the majority of people who are morbidly obese have some type of psychological, emotional factor behind it. Now, I'm not saying the majority of those morbidly obese people admit that or understand that or know that because that's part of the problem. When you go through a program to prepare you for bariatric surgery, they don't touch too much on that. I went through a very great program, and I still think a lot of people who have weight loss surgery should not be having weight loss surgery because they do not understand. I know 
that if I would have had weight loss surgery before doing any of the stuff I did on my own, on my own, I would not be successful. And I'm still not guaranteed long-term success because I have a real emotional problem and it's linked to food. And I'm in control now. But that's not to say I won't have a moment of relapse. I have all the tools in place to help me if I fall. But that's not to say that I wouldn't fall into a place that I would say I'm not using them and completely derail. I'm not exempt. And I know that. And I've been through this whole process of emotional work. What about all the people who don't research on their own, who don't take the time to learn things on their own, who don't take the time to understand their reason for being obese? What about all those people? So another thing that you hear often, I personally don't hear it. I, I heard it. I seen it written once on social media by a person that I was very shocked to see put this, but um, that surgery is the easy way out. Now, I know a lot of people in the bariatric community, the bariatric surgery community, who have heard this to their face by relatives, by people in their, you know, circle, and get very angry and very upset and very hurt by that. And I do not think that surgery is at all the easy way. Um, it's hard. And I think anybody who says it's an easy way, or I just recently read a comment on someone's post that said that people who have weight loss surgery are lazy and they just don't want to put in the work. Man, these people, I feel bad for them because they're casting judgment without understanding, without knowing, without learning. Surgery is far from easy. I feel like I put in so much effort and work and, and research in myself, in the process, and all those things, and it still was so hard. It's still hard to this day, 18 months post-op. Physically, it's hard. Physically, it's hard even though I put in the work I did. You're giving up your relationship with food as you knew it before. Not to say that you can't still have a bad relationship with food after surgery. You can. But it's physically a lot harder, at least in the first 6 to 12 months. Surgery is hard. It is physically, mentally, and emotionally hard. If you do not spend time understanding and learning how to identify mental hunger, which is 100% real, and it's 100% difficult to tell the difference, and there are so many people 
who so many people, so many people, so many people that are in denial about mental hunger and insist and will swear and will bet their lives that they are hungry when it's when it's really mental hunger because it is that difficult to tell the difference. If you don't spend that kind of time in learning and acknowledging mental hunger, post-op is going to be so difficult. Liquid diet, if you have to do a liquid diet, I know all surgery programs are different. A liquid diet is the absolute worst thing I've ever done. I went into liquid diet thinking this would be no problem. I spent five months willingly on a very low-calorie, low-carb, high-protein diet, which included two shakes a day. Willingly, I did that for five months. Willingly, for five months, I ate one meal a day and two protein shakes. Then I went into liquid diet, and it was hell. Pure hell for me. I had the worst headache for four days straight. I had no energy. I was miserable. At day five, I started to feel better. But I had to fight hard mental hunger and physical hunger. Because a liquid diet does not give you much calories. It's hard. It's so hard. There's nothing easy about it. A lot of times the people who tell you it's the easy way out are people that have their own weight problem. I've seen and heard about more fat people telling other fat people they're taking the easy way out. Misery loves company. People are often threatened by other people's desire to be better. Don't let those people make that much of an impact on how you live your life. If it were easy, which it's not, it's absolutely not. If it were easy, if having surgery was easy, if there was an easy way to get healthy, not lose weight, to become healthy, if there was an easy way to live a healthy and fit life, wouldn't we all want to do it? Why, why shouldn't we? Who doesn't want to live a healthy life? Why, why is an easy way to a healthy life looked at as a bad thing anyway? Because people like to judge because misery loves company. It's not easy. You're not guaranteed weight loss. Well, you're guaranteed a certain amount of weight loss because in the first six months, you are extremely physically restricted. But by a year, you can eat a normal portion, a normal portion, not what most of America eats as a normal portion, an actual normal portion. So if you don't learn to eat well in the first six months, if you don't use that time where you are extremely physical, physically restricted to work on your emotional connection with food, to work on when you eat, why you eat, and what you eat, if you don't use that time, 
you very well may never hit your goal weight. And if you do, you very well may not stay there. If you're going to have weight loss surgery, you're going to you're committing to having your stomach altered, cut into, removed. That is extremely extremely intense. That is a big deal. That is drastic. If you're willing to make that much of a drastic decision, you should be just as willing to work on your mental health, to work on why you eat. Why are you morbidly obese? Don't say genetics. Don't say this or that. Really look at it. Why are you morbidly obese? Morbidly obese. Why are you to a point in your life that you think cutting into your stomach and altering your organ is going to be the ticket? Really work on understanding what it's a tool means. Because it is hard. It is absolutely hard. And if you are still, you know, if you look into it and you research and you understand you're in a good place and you and you know this is right for you, it, and it, it's right for tons of people. I'm definitely not the person to say who should and should not get surgery because that's a personal choice and we all get to that place on a different level. I just say from being an admin in a bariatric group, with over, I don't even remember the last amount, 30,000 members. And I'm seeing hundreds and hundreds of posts a day and seeing how people suffer because they did not put in any work, because they did not understand, because they are not, they were not emotionally ready for surgery. They did not understand how to identify mental hunger. They didn't understand transfer addiction. All these things are real. Not every single person will have the issue, but the issues are real. There's a reason why we become morbidly obese. If you don't take the time and figure that out, if you have an addiction to food, which a lot of us do, and you don't deal with that addiction, transfer addiction is real. You think that's easy? I'm sure that's not easy. Look up the amount of people who become alcoholics after bariatric surgery. People channel that addiction into other things. Alcohol, drugs, sex, shopping, gambling, exercise. Transfer addiction is real. There's a real reason why that is a very uh, prominent thing in the bariatric community. Because people do not deal with what made them morbidly obese. Again, we are all different, but we are all worth taking the time. What's, what's, what do you have to lose if you take the time in working on these things? You have nothing to lose. We all have a brain. We all have a mind. We all have emotions. Mental health is important for all of us, and mental health care is important for everyone. It doesn't mean that you have a mental illness. 
you go to the doctor for a regular checkup. Why not work on your emotional health while you're in this process? And back to the people who are making you feel it's the easy way out, who are making you feel like you're being lazy because you're taking this option, who have no idea what they're talking about, just remember that. Ignorance is bliss. People love to judge and condemn what they do not know, what they do not understand. And people don't like to take effort into figuring out someone else's issue. They don't want to know what, how it's going to help you. They don't need to. Ignore the haters. Ignore them. Do what's best for you, but make sure you're doing what's best for you. Make sure you're understanding what you're doing and why you're doing it. You're worth the research in yourself. You're worth the work and effort. Don't let other people's opinions come true. Don't be the person who has bariatric surgery and then gains it all back because you didn't put in the work on you to figure out why you ate the way you did. Whether you have surgery or not, it's hard. It's hard to lose weight. It's hard to maintain weight. It's hard to make yourself go exercise. It's hard to choose the right foods. Weight loss is hard. The people who have, lose weight without surgery, they're not special. I know they like to think they are sometimes. They're not any special. They did not do it. What they did does not make them better than you. The work is the same. You just have a better tool. If I can afford a gym membership, but Sally can't, but we both exercise, one of us isn't better than the other because one of us went to the gym and the other one went outside. We don't look at that any different. The tools are different. We use different tools. It's all the same. It all requires dedication, commitment, consistency. It all requires work. It's definitely not easy. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you share and subscribe. And check out my website, 2FabWeightLossAndFitness.com. See ya.